Diamond, you ready there? I'm ready. I'm, I'm as ready as I'm ever going to be. Okay. Let's roll. guys welcome back to driving life i am your co-host owen trinkler next to me on my left donovan degalau donovan this is um man back to kind of our old days a little bit i'd say old days back to just normal podcasting a little bit here. of a throwback yeah we haven't done it for a while yeah it's been a while since january that we've gotten around to kind of having a just a guest on just to um just to give him a yeah. good chat about a few things yeah it was it was actually um it was a lot of fun i'd forgotten you know just to to get somebody to talk about their passion and and what got them started in motorsports and especially with with this guest i mean this is a pretty big deal it was I, i've known who we had on guys is matt cruz ceo of the big machine music city grand prix and matt has been around obviously hometown boy nashville boy and um he's been around the, the horn here on the yeah. motorsports side and um, good to have him on uh, and to see this project um, and I really it, think it happened. I mean, he's been really the spearhead behind this for a long time. Yeah, I know there's good people around him for sure, but this has been a thing that he's been passionate about. Well, I think that that's what I was going to say is I don't think if Matt hadn't kept his, the pressure on his thumb on the pulse of this thing, I don't think it would have happened. Exactly. I mean, there yeah. were, I mean, maybe, but not in the, I, I don't not think this it would have happened. Yeah. Not this quickly. It may have happened at some point down the road as we've become an event town, as we talk about, and we've talked about before in previous podcasts that we love this hometown and we know exactly what Nashville is. It's right. an event city. Um, but I think, yeah, he kept his thumb on the pulse of it and kept pursuing that, even yeah. new ownership. And uh, uh, this is nothing to the old ownership, but probably better ownership, let's say, um, in their involvement in this music city grand prix so yeah. really cool I, i'm glad we had him on um what you'll learn in this podcast is i will not have matt do tire pressure for me <laughs> at any point um his life as a crew chief and stuff i thought was really fun and how he yeah. um you know this happens in racing especially back in this era of when he and his brother kind of went to daytona <laughs> and he may have fibbed a little bit or did some white out on their resume yeah. to actually run daytona in the goodies dash series so you'll you'll hear those fun stories there so it was, it was a lot of fun to chat with matt yeah i got the feeling that that was you know one of those periods in your life you where you just say well we had fun didn't we oh yeah you know, and you, just move on now you get to you sit and have a beer and talk about it yeah and like yeah. Well, guess what a lot we of did. good stories yeah, yeah. We, when we went to daytona what happened yeah so uh, yeah that was that's good stuff. So, yeah, I think everybody's going to enjoy this one. I know I didn't. And looking forward to many more. I mean, obviously, the Nashville Grand, uh, Music City Grand Prix here in Nashville is going to be a, around for a long time. Um, and I just think the motorsports scene is really starting to come to the surface here. And uh, huge coverage of this event. Uh, you know, you got Matt spearheading. And, and there's just a lot of names behind this. I mean, there's a lot of big there's a lot of great things coming for this this event. It is. It's awesome. So, guys, enjoy this episode of uh, Driving Life, and thanks to Matt Cruz and everybody at the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix, all the investors, everybody, all the sponsorship that's behind this event, IndyCar, Trans Am, uh, Robbie Gordon Super Trucks. <laughs> yeah. We'll find out more about that, too. And uh, the SRO that was part of this inaugural year, what a great event, and thanks to Matt for doing this and, and keeping his thumb on the pulse on making yeah. this happen, and uh, Mayor Cooper, everybody involved. And uh, we'll talk to you next week at Driving Life.
All right, guys, welcome back to Driving Life. This week, man, we've got a great guest. I've wanted to have uh, this guest on for a while, Donovan. And uh, we did have, I guess, his uh, workmate on, Jason Rittenberry, yeah. back in the spring. But now we've got, um, I guess, is your title CEO? That is. Matt Cruz from the Music City Grand Prix. But, um, Matt, we're going to get to how you kind of got involved. But, man, when I was doing some research on this, you're actually a place kicker. <laughs> and I want to get into the mindset because that's a little bit like a driver too. Like when you've got to go and kick a winning field goal because weren't you like the most points like scored at MTSU yeah, or something? That's like because I couldn't do anything else back at the time. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's interesting, you know, years later, my uh, my son went on to, to be a place kicker at Father Ryan and then at uh, John Carroll in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. And the very first game he played in, the first thing I, did, I called my parents and apologized. I'm like, my God, I can't believe I put you guys through that for six years. <laughs> like, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a it was, it was a great learning experience. Uh, it obviously taught you teamwork. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it got me to college. Uh, it got me into my life after college, which I would have not had the opportunity had not been for football. So uh, it's been great. And one of the cool things, and we'll get into it eventually, but one of the great things is uh, leaving college, go off and working in NASCAR for several years, got somewhat detached from my alma mater in tissue uh, in Murfreesboro. And it's been great over the last three or four years to really involve them in the Grand Prix in so many different levels. And we can talk about it uh, later, but it's been great to kind of rebuild those relationships. And the Grand Prix was kind of the catalyst of, of reaching back out and really using the Grand Prix to two things. I mean, show off their concrete science program, which is untouched in, in America and in our recent association with the uh, Charlie and Hazel Daniels uh, Veterans Foundation MTSU. So, great to use this platform we have the grand prix to kind of reconnect with me back to my alma mater so. well see and that's what we talk about that a lot yep. matt with the, the relationships that you build and how you can circle back around yep. to those relationships after years, years and and you know bring it back into what you're passionate about and then it ties together yep. um which is i mean that's the fun part that's what we like to get into is like okay how does this start and then how does it circle back because there's just it's it's crazy how life works sometimes uh, where it, it puts you in in the place to go back and revisit, uh, you know, things that you dreamt about when you were, you know, a kid. Well, and it's also fun to me to take, you know, platforms or opportunities that, that you have uh, to kind of not help others, but to kind of reconnect with others. And that's, uh, I'm fortunate enough to, to, to be able to do that. And that's, uh, it's been cool. And, and not just this, but in several other opportunities, mm-hmm. motorsports in general have allowed me to rekindle relationships, make friends, uh, it's, 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 I mean, it's super cool for, for a little kid from Larchburg, Tennessee. It's a, uh, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. That's really cool. So, so you talk about the place kicking, <laughs> um, what, how's your mind work when you got to go kick a winning field goal? You know, I mean, I've never been in the, I've been like leading the race with one lap to go, sure. but I mean, <laughs> I mean, when you've got the games on the line and you're kind of like on your own Island a little bit, sometimes better than others. Much <laughs> <laughs> like races, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You know, ultimately my thing was always just repetition. I mean, my confidence came from repetition, and, and probably now again, thirty years later, uh, it's different now. I mean, kids now, you know, they they kick thirty to forty balls a day. We were probably mm-hmm. kicking three hundred. It was just everything was volume, volume, volume. So to me, that's where it came from was just repetition. Yeah. Looking back, like most, you know, like like athletes in general, I think they've learned a better way to train and a better way to do things. Uh, but it's just repetition. And, and funny enough, I never, again, I I was pre video. So I mean, other than like. Old you never got to watch yourself. But as far as, yeah. so now, I mean, I was watching my son go through it. I mean, look, we're, we're on an iPhone, and, yeah. I mean, we're breaking down every, you know, one thousandth of, of an inch back when he was kicking. I was like, God, I never saw that. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. So it's, it's, it's evolved, and 
Uh, but yeah, mindset, who knows? I mean, again, I was better at times and worse at times. So <laughs> I had one good year. Oh, uh, well, the, well then, so you go through your kicking career yep. and, and as I kind of read up on some stuff is you went to Atlanta after your last game and is that where you kind of get hooked or were you like already hooked on cars before? Well, that? yes and no. So like, like most people, my brother was a year older and he was my hero. Uh, and I was a sports guy. He was a motorsports guy. And so it was as much as, hey, my brother would think I'm cool if I like if I liked racing. And I did like racing, but that yeah. was not my passion by any stretch. So he literally, I remember we went to Atlanta the day after my last game. Well, my last regular season game at MTSU. Uh, saw Earnhardt won the championship that day. And it just kind of, you know, it, it, first of all, I saw in his eyes how passionate he was. And I knew he had helped support my racing or my, 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 my football dream. Uh, I mean, he helped me go to school. I mean, he, he was so supportive. And kind of in the back when I was like, it'd be kind of cool if he could race at some point in time. And then through, and then through kicking, uh, through kind of the NFL evaluation process, I met uh, at the time uh, Joey Allison, Davey Allison, uh, Davey Allison's nephew, Joey, uh, which got introduced to the Allisons. And now I was like, you know, with it means, but at least I know Davey Allison. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Huey Town, Alabama. Yeah, I mean, I, literally, I mean, Liz, so... so Liz Allison, Davies widow, is uh, I mean, one of, the, one of the biggest parts of our organization. And she laughed. She and I laughed about. It. We had, you know, we literally had lunch uh, almost ten days before Davies accident. So, uh, so it was right around that time frame. And uh, ultimately, in my mind, I was going to you know go to work for the Allisons, and that was going to be my career. And obviously, you know, circumstances changed that. And you know, a couple years later, I'm driving. Uh, it's like Nolensville. There's like a car for sale on the side of the road, and we do not do nothing about cars. So I bought a car and told my brother, hey, we're going to race. And he knew nothing. And bless his heart. I mean, literally, we, some of the worst cars ever, but some of the most fun. <laughs> fun yeah. 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 Oh, it was, it was it was so much fun doing that with him. And we got a little smarter year after year. But uh, it was just watching him getting to kind of live his dream because he'd helped me live my dream. And that was it, was it was cool for me. I mean, we were we were terrible, but, man, it was fun. Uh, we were pretty good. At, I was you know, decently good at getting sponsors and a – had a sponsor that I was trying to get probably a set of tires. And he's like, I want to spend more. Can I was at Daytona, Daytona last year and they raced those dash cars on Friday. Could we do that? I'm like, well, sure. So I want to spend more. Oh so, yeah. I can so, help so, you with yeah, that. I can help you with so, that yeah, for sure. We can make that happen. <laughs> Racing. So, so, so we go buy a dash car and, uh, we may or may not have falsified a resume to get my brother approved. To go <laughs> I was going to say, how did you get, yeah, get little, that by NASCAR? <laughs> little, uh, Some go, white out. Go to Daytona. Uh, and then you're, when you're there, this is back in the old days. You're there for two weeks. You're oh, there yeah. for two weeks. And it was like, that's the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, how was it when you uh, – so, Donovan, you probably remember these. It ran the V6, I think, right? Yeah, so yeah. We, were, we were like in that first year. We went from the fours to the six. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so the dash was like, I guess, really – to be before the Xfinity series for drivers to come up as mm. a regional deal and stuff. And I mean, how was it walking in Daytona when so, you sort when you knew you whited out stuff for your resume <laughs> to get in there? So like, so again, so first day we, again, we, we barn radios. I don't, we don't have a stopwatch, uh, but we bought like the best car. We bought the car from a guy named Mike Swain, a senior Mike Swain junior that won the race the year before. So we, uh, this is gonna be a long story. So anyway, it's, sorry, right. no, it's <laughs> fine. We get plenty of time. So, We're good. So we go to, uh, uh, so we go to, we go to practice. I go up on the spotter stand and, uh, car goes by a couple of times. I asked Brian, how's it feel? I was like, I don't know how it's supposed to feel. <laughs> so a guy nudged me. He's like, hey, you're fastest. And I was like, I took, what? Brother, my brother's like, hey, we're fast. He's like, well, I guess it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just holding it wide open. <laughs> so then we go. So again, this, this, this shows why I have no business being around cars. So, uh, so we go. So I'm going back and forth. There's a guy, and I wish I could think of his name. He ran the parts trailer. And because we're able prepared, 
I'm going there every five minutes. Right. We're like buying the, everything. Like the BRX trailer yeah, or something? It was, like, like, yeah. it, was, it was a guy that was just in that series. So he like showed me the tire pressures. No, I'm trying I'm to take the back. I'm sorry. I got tire pressures from Goodyear. It was like recommended. It was like 60 and 55 or something like that. So we get through Daytona. We ran, we ran good because, again, you just hold it wide open, qualified 10th. Right. Uh, so we go to Bristol and miss the race. We go to, uh, I think, Myrtle Beach and miss the race. And I think we're at Lakeland, Florida. And I don't know what we're doing. I mean, so I literally I go, I'm talking to the parts guy. I'm like, I was like, what are we doing? So he's looking at my notes. He's like, what are these numbers? I'm like, it's like 60, 60, 50. I was like, it's like, well, that's our tire pressures. He's like, <laughs> so, so we, we had run three races. Well, we probably should have been like 18. Right, right. Yeah. They're like, like balloons. And when you said that, I was like, man, they're going to be. He's like, like, he's like, where did you get those? I was like, well, from Goodyear. I was like, well, I was like, what? They told me. He's like, well, they changed from race to race. <laughs> so. I made a career. Did decision. you write that down? Um, they yeah. change tire yeah. pressures. Track thing. to track. I, I, yeah. I made a career decision to get out of the crew chief business at that point in time. That's fun though. <laughs> could you imagine? Oh man! But I that's mean, back in the days when you could do that, right? And yeah, you know, because it doesn't cost you a, a f- small fortune to to race. Yeah, it was it was so much fun. I mean, it was so much fun getting to see that. And then after a couple of years, uh, I had an opportunity to 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 go work with Williams Energy to kind of be part of their, you know. Bigger program going as they went into NASCAR and Colin Brown's like, hey, I think we're probably done. <laughs> and I think I don't know who was more relieved here, I, but, but I think we were both pretty well fun while it lasted. Yeah, it good times. I mean, this first track he goes to Daytona, yeah, and, yeah, and runs good. <laughs> it runs good. We had we had run a handful of races at Huntsville Speedway prior to that, but okay, I think we would get lapped every four laps sometimes. <laughs> But then they probably creative writing. What was the headlines that the guys he used to race against at Huntsville? Like, oh, oh my gosh, top of the sheet. I know like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's awesome. <laughs> that is so funny. So I mean, after that, like, so the the crew chiefing thing, the air pressure caught you off guard. To I mean, just stayed in the marketing side after that. Yeah, probably that? so. That's probably a better, better, better angle for me. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. So again, it got to be part of. Uh, to me, at the time, was you know. Kind of the, not the gold standard, but you know, Bruco was such a game, not game changer, but you know, what they did in the Bush series for a small team starting in Central City, Kentucky to growing to, to this day. I mean, Bruco Marketing Group is, I mean, one of the premier event marketing companies in the world. I mean, they'll do 3,000 event days annually. And it started just by a time, a one, a one car Bush team with Timberwolf Tobacco and Timberwolf mm-hmm. asked, Hey, can we sample, you know, product at the racetrack? And now, I mean, somewhere today they're doing. 20 events for Bruco yeah. across the country and doing events for IBM in Europe. So, but it all started at just a little team out of Central City, Kentucky, which was cool, which was more the marketing aspect was so much cooler to me. So I loved kind of that vision, helping grow Bruco into what it is. And then had a chance to, you know, over the course of time, part of the team was sold, came to Nashville. I, I never left Nashville, but came to Nashville to run Baker Curb as Bruco sold off the racing piece of, uh, of, of Bruco came here. And so, uh, got a chance to be back on the racing side again, but but been in my blood forever. I tell people if you're in racing for more than three years, you're unqualified to do anything else. So you better figure out a way to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a way to keep, keep doing it yeah. to make yeah. it work. Yeah. yeah, I get that for sure. Um, you talk about I, that was interesting because I knew you, when you were at Bruco that Bruco, I mean, had the motorsports division, but had like a marketing yeah. side to it, and that's what they're still doing today. I mean, incredible. Is that, is yeah, that, Bru- I mean, yeah, Bruco Marketing Group is they're they're probably one of the leaders in event marketing, event activation. Uh, they I, they probably they probably had six or seven pieces of equipment in around the Grand Prix, uh, but again this is you know they they do big brands McDonald's you know, IBM uh, General Motors so any any yeah. race you go to 
you know, if you're in the garage and you see a General Motors or a Chevrolet engineering trailer, that's Bruco. I mean, that's, you know, that's a little company out of you know, Central City, Kentucky doing that. Uh, so from NASCAR to IMSA to IndyCar. Is it all just motorsports related? No. No. It started. That, that was kind of the, the linchpin, but no, it's, it's, it's grown well, well past that. Yeah. I mean, IBM is all about you know, cybersecurity protection you know, on a global scale. McDonald's is kind of all over the board. Yeah. Uh, but at their, at their core, uh, it started at motorsports, and that, they'll always have a strong presence there. No, it's. I mean, I, I didn't realize that at the time that they had, you know, a separate division yep. that they do now. And obviously they're traveling to a bunch of our stuff and, yeah. mm-hmm. and doing displays or whatever they're doing sure. in the paddock area. So so Bruco gets sold off and then you come here with, uh, but you were living in Nashville even while you were working yeah, for Bruco. Yeah, I mean, and, I bounced around a little bit. I was kind of in the Clarksville area for a little bit, but I'm, you know, I grew up in Lawrenceburg, but I've sort of been Nashville, I've been home base for 30 years and I am. Uh, as people, anybody knows me, I wear my Nashville pride on my sleeve. So I'm, I'm all things Nashville. I've got to see this city become what it's become. And uh, I always said that from day one with our races. We just got to get it close because Nashville will take care of the rest. Oh, yeah. And when you say, you know, it's all about fan experience. And this is, I said, don't mess it up on our side of the water because once they go on the other side of the water, downtown's going to take care of our guests. Right. Yeah. So and it's incredibly proud. Well, that's a, I mean, we've talked about that quite a bit that, you know, Nashville knows how to throw a party. Oh, so that sure. part of it was a, was a, a shoe in, I yeah. guess, so to speak. So, um, yeah, I always but, thought if half the people leave our event and never see a car, we did our job. And that's always what this has been about. And again, as, as I shared with you guys earlier, I'm not I'm probably not the biggest race fan in the world, but I love Nashville. I love the mm-hmm. event aspect of it. Uh, I don't, don't hate racing, but again, it's, 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 if this was just a race, you know, we'd be sitting here talking about, you know, a restart line or a passing zone versus, wow. I saw Vince Neil play yeah. three songs, and I did yeah. this. And I mean, that's that's what the vision has always been. Yeah. And I think for the most part, we hit that mark in year one. Oh, I, I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah, you attended all three days. I did. There. Yeah, and, you know, the thing that I – just the way it was set up, and, and, and again, maybe you can go into some detail about how it progressed from the idea stage to, to where it ended up. But, you know, Nashville, the way that was set up and to be down by Nissan and have the pedestrian bridge yeah. just – to f- feed right into that, I can remember Saturday night when I was walking out after after the um, SRO race, I believe was the last one on Saturday night. There were still people walking yeah. in to go down to the concert. Yeah. You know, so I mean that that's the part of it where you're talking about the the city the the entertainment aspect of it was not that it's going to take care of itself, yeah, but no. I mean it's a it's kind of a no brainer in Nashville. Well, the other thing too is is it's all about fan experience and. You can only control so much, so, you know, so I'll, I'll use some, I won't, I won't name venues, but obviously traffic is a huge part of any venue. Mm-hmm. So if you can eliminate the drive to the track, park, enjoy, walk back to park and drive aspect to, we're flying to Nashville, I'm going to Uber downtown and yep. four days later, That's I'm moving back to the airport. Yep. And I'm going to spend a lot of time on property, but on my walk back, I'm going to stop in three bars That's and it. hear great music. That's it. I, I parked at our office, which is, you know, up in yeah. the Gulch, and I and I, I Ubered yeah. down one day. I walked down the next day and walked through, you know, down Broadway. It was it was great. It was great. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I mean, there's not very many venues. There's not very many places where you can do that and have that opportunity. I mean, I had no problem with traffic or well, parking and, and or anything. I'm glad you said that because I've, I've, you know, from the outside, well, not from the outside looking, but I've not heard any traffic and or parking complaints and that's when you, you know, when you close a major, major thoroughfare into downtown like we yeah. did i was expecting that but i you know maybe i i may be looking at it through 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 what, what's what's good for our event but i never saw that nor heard yeah. that and and i think that's just 
were different than a football game in that, you know, football game, and I don't know what the percentage is, but probably 75 to 80% are Nashville units that are driving in versus, yep. you know, we're a destination. Yeah. And it'll be a bigger destination yep. next year. I mean, yep. next year, you know, I don't know if you've bought hotels for next year yet, but I would so buy <laughs> hotels for next year. <laughs> the prices are going up. <laughs> yeah. <so>. yeah. <laughs> They're already uh, expensive, but yeah. Yeah. So that, that's cool. And that, that just adds to the, the fan experience that, you know, that we can. I'll use Kentucky Speedway as an example. To me, coming from the Bush slash Nationwide Series, that was the gold standard of tracks for us. It was great racing, great concessions. We had sold-out crowd yep. every race. In there. 80,000 people, unbelievable. So they go to cup for the first time ever. The following year, I think they maybe added 10,000, 20,000, but, but not a lot. And the traffic debacle there, and it was just a couple little mistakes, I'm assuming. It's out of business now. Yeah. So yeah. you get one chance to make a first impression, yeah. and things like that, which are – I'm not saying they were out of the track's control, but it was probably not really in their control. I'll use a, I think it turned out being a great event, but I'll use the NASCAR races event. They had, you know, an issue with, with kind of how parking flow and flew and things, and, and that's probably not so much on them, but you know, there's probably other things sure. that, that caused that. And, you know, that's the beauty of our race is having that downtown walkability. Yeah, it, so. yep, I agree. Yep. So let's, let's back up a little bit yep. if we can. Let's go back to, you know, when you first, like what brought you into bringing – I know the marketing side of it sure, sure. for you, but to, to be involved in the political landscape mm -hmm. and, and bringing a race to Nashville, because this wasn't the first attempt. No, no. So let's take us back and, and kind of walk us through how you got yeah. involved in that and what, what brought you to that and what was the impetus behind Well, it, it started a couple of different things. Obviously, being around motorsports, you saw events like this work. Uh, I spent a lot of time in Toronto, and Toronto does an incredible downtown event around their soccer stadium. Uh you know, we at Bruco or at Bruco do stuff around the Long Beach Grand Prix. So mm -hmm. you've seen it work in other cities. Um, and it kind of goes back to me being a very proud Nashvillean. It's like, I always knew Nashville through great events. So this goes back seven years. So at the time, uh, uh, one of my good friends and our president, Chris Parker, was with the Nashville Predators. Uh, he, had, he had done a, li a little bit of work with the San Jose Grand Prix when he was with uh, uh, the San Jose Sharks before he came to Nashville. So we kicked the tires a little bit. I mean, when I say a little bit, you know, meeting with Sports Council, some conversations with Jay Fry, uh, but not enough to really, really push it too far. Conversation with the Titans, obviously, because we have relationships there. Uh, so I didn't really push it as far as, you know, we, we should have. So about a year and a half later, I get a call from Joe Mattioli. Uh, Joe, I've known Joe and his family on the Pocono you know, Raceway. Mm -hmm. uh, we, had, we as a company, my marketing company, had done some work with them. Uh, and he and another gentleman were, were trying to bring a race here. And in his conversations, and hey, you got to talk to Matt because he's, you know, he's kind of done this a little bit. So I started working with, uh, with, with Joe. And, you know, and for various reasons, you know, we've had, we had, from the time we started today, it's probably our fourth mayor. I mean, there was a lot of yeah, things yeah. moving around yeah. at the time. Uh, and it got, you know, it, it, it had some momentum and hit stopped and had momentum and hit stopped. And, uh, you know, finally, you know, it was probably dead. You know, Joe had, you know, Joe had decided to go do, do other things. So it was kind of, Kind of last man standing, and uh, you know, a couple of things about three three years ago kind of picked it back up again. Uh, the city had gotten better. I mean, from the time we started, uh, I think the 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 the, the NHL All Star Game was one big, yep. and then the draft, the draft, yeah. And then it was like, okay, this is this is real. Yeah. Now the one constant from from day one has kind of been Butch Spiridon from the the, uh, the the Convention and Visitors Corporation, kind of really really always having his arms around it. Uh, so that was always kind of an important piece, but then we just kind of started putting the, you know, so what, what else do we have to do to prove? And it's, okay, you got to put the financial piece together. So 
you know, just started trying to put, you know, backers behind it. And, you know, not not just financial, but but also supportive. So, yeah. you know, Kicks Brooks is a great example. Kicks has been there from day one. Anytime we need to meet with the mayor or have a dinner with IndyCar, Kicks is like, what can I do to be there? Uh, Scott Borchette was very early on, you know, being a, you know, a, not just a vocal supporter, but a financial supporter. Uh, great contention in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, Teddy Phillips, uh, the Phillips and Jordan you know, family is incredible company out of out of Knoxville. Uh, Clayton Holmes or Kevin Clayton, yeah. who's the CEO of Clayton Holmes. So we we started to at least putting together a structure that uh, felt like that we could go forward. And then as things happen, Roger Penske buys IndyCar. So now it's like, well, Roger just uh, I, I, it's probably two years ago this week or around this time. Uh, Mark Miles, uh, uh, gentleman Stephen Starks, who was over the, the schedule at that point in time, were in town. Incredible couple of days of meetings. Uh, you know, met with Butch, met with the mayor at the time. Um, they leave town. They all feel good that this could work. And I think a day later he calls like, "Hey, just told Roger Penske about IndyCar." So, and and, and right now, you know, there's not really going to be. We're not talking schedule uh, expansion. We're talking about you know how do we bring you know Indianapolis Motor Speedway back to its yeah. prominence and then. So we're just, you know, we're we're treading Starting water. Again we're treading water, and yeah. uh, and and then COVID hits, and it's like, <laughs> hey, Roger's not going to take meetings until after the Indy Five Hundred because that is his passion, which is fine. I mean, he spent a lot of money to mm-hmm. restore that place, and it's incredible what he did. Uh, so you're kind of treading water, and you're just trying to, you know, hey. So we kept pushing, pushing, pushing. Then the Five Hundred gets moved back three months. Yeah. So now, I mean, for us, we're out of time at this point in time. If we can't announce at least eleven months prior. So it's all about this time frame right now. So you got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Oh, on yeah. top of that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 So, you know, Roger, we, we, we think we convinced him. I'd be off a day or two. We did convince him to come to town. I'm sorry. We convinced him to take a meeting at least prior to the 500. Yeah. Didn't you fl- didn't you fly up there? Yeah. I read we, something yeah, that. Yeah. So we took. Yeah. So Butch played a big part of this. Butch. I think. Butch. Yeah, there were several yeah. people that played an incredible role, and that was a bad day to start with. So when we got there, <laughs> uh, Mr. Pence had just been informed that. The state of Indiana or the Indiana Health Organization was not allowing any fans oh. with Indy 500. So you're like, oh, man. We walk in the room, it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> you just feel it. Right. Cold the tension. Not, the tension. Yeah. Yeah. Cold, yeah, cold is not a strong enough word to describe what that room was like. And we had a one of our one of our investors told an incredibly funny story. Uh, Mr. Penske started laughing. Uh, it's just funny stuff that happened that day. It's funny. So, uh, And the same gentleman was sitting next to Bud Danker, who is uh, Mr. Penske's chief of staff, and uh, his phone's on the table, and uh, he gets a phone call from Bobby Ritchie, which is Kid Rock. So Bud looks down, and Bud, like, are very buttoned up. He's like, you know Bobby? He's like, yeah, he's one of my good friends. He's like, Mr. Penske, you know, Bobby's got us all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was another icebreaker Breaker, as well, yeah. which is so funny, you know, just the randomness of that. Yeah. So some Detroit guys connecting. and Thanks to Kid Rock. It changed, this is why it, right. it, sort of, I mean, it, it sort of changed the room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Timing is everything. So then we get, uh, you know, we at least convince him to come see the city. And it had been a while since Mr. Pence had seen the city. Mm. And uh, <laughs> it's changed a yeah. little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I remember we come over the, you know, we kind of, you know, as you come in from the airport, you come in, you start to see the cranes. It's all of a sudden it's like, it's changed a little bit. Uh, so we go to meet the governor and, uh, you know, Mr. Pence really quick said, I can't wait. You know, I was like, hey, let's, let's play it coy. Let's, let's act like we need the state to help us. And, Mr. Pence, I can't wait to bring any car here. This is, you know, this is going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but Roger at his core is still a racer. So he still wanted to really, really understand the track. And uh, we did about a 15 minute track tour and we had a meeting set up inside Nissan Stadium. We had about two hours of stuff to present. And about 15 minutes into it, he's like, I've seen enough. Let's just go racing. I was like, done. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. 
Uh, and somebody from our group said something, and uh, oh, Mark Miles said, hey, I learned something nine months ago when Mr. Penske said it's time to go racing, it's time to go racing, so <laughs> we will not be taking questions. <laughs> yeah, and I've heard Let's that. Let's just ab- move forward. I, yeah. I've heard that about them. I mean, I've never had to deal with them, but as far as like a photographer for like the 500 or something, yeah. uh, they may have won that year, so they take the yeah. the, the Monday after. And he walked up with the photographer, you got one shot at this. Yeah. You're like, you better get it right, and I'm out of here. So when he says, let's go racing in Done. 15 minutes, you got it. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, super cool. I mean, again, as, as a kid that's grown up in racing, just, you know, to walk down pit road and have Mr. Penske, you know, wave you over to talk, it's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, how can that not be? Yeah. That's it's not kind of cool. That's a, it's a neat thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's yeah. really cool. Well, and I'll leave out some adjectives, but one of our owners, and I'll leave his name out too. So we dropped <laughs> off Mr. Penske. Uh, after this day, so we take him out to drop him off at the airport, and he's like, "We're in business with Roger." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Yes, we are." Take him down to Tootsie's or Legends that day? No, it was funny though. So the the prior trip though, when when Mr. Miles and Stephen Starks and some others were in town, it was like a Tuesday morning, random Tuesday morning, ten o'clock, uh, in September. So not you know as a Nashville and not a busy day. And they were staying at the Renaissance, and we were we were even on Broadway. We were like a block off Broadway yeah. meeting for breakfast. It was like, what is going on here today? I'm like, call Tuesday. It's just a normal Tuesday. <laughs> it's just Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are the pedal taverns going around? What's going on here? Yeah, it was funny watching. I was walking over the bridge on Friday morning, I guess, and you saw some crew members that probably weren't walking. I was like, hey guys, be careful. Broadway will hit back. So it will, yeah. <laughs> big yeah. time, and you won't show up the next day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is for sure. Yeah. I may have walked down that path. A time or two. A few times. Yeah. Well, it's nice Makes you a veteran. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, because I'm from here, born yeah. and raised here, and I know, I mean, unfortunately, I didn't get to race here, but I'm so happy to see this here. Yeah. And I've expressed that when we had Jason on that um, I knew the city could do it. Yeah. And yeah. what the city means, uh, means to you and means to, I mean, sure. means the same to me as a, as a race driver and a fan of it also at the same time just to go down there on sunday and watch a little bit of it i was so happy just to to see cars going around and the event yeah. you know to me pulled know, it off yeah and to me knowing we're brought again as a nashvillian to to know that we're broadcasting 160 to 170 countries i would argue that last 20 minutes on sunday night with the sun setting oh, yeah. that was the money those, shot. those cars on the bridge yeah nashville has never had a better on a global scale yeah, best postcard ever. Absolutely, and that's incredibly proud to get to be a small part of bringing that to the world. So, yeah, no, I agree, and, and you know, the, just the event itself. We, you know, we knew if everything came together, and there were there were some challenges, and maybe we can talk a little sure. bit about you know leading up to the event, and because sure. uh, you had a, a small time frame, and then this yeah. little thing called COVID happens, and how does that all play together? Like, what's going through your mind as you're so you've got this deal. Yep. done and you're moving forward and so you've got to you know we for right or wrong i mean we had we had a, a, a 10 month window to mm-hmm. get it done so you know we were never you know we we were in the office every day i mean we couldn't just and again i'm not thankfully we never had any issues from from a covid issue internally with our staff right uh, but we just didn't have any we didn't have any wiggle room and you know, I felt really, really good, you know, mid-April, May. I was like, hey, these numbers are great. But really, as we started getting into June, I was like, oh, this is getting, this yeah. is getting, you know, a, a bit concerning. Yep. Uh, but again, we had one shot, and you just couldn't, you couldn't halfway do it. You couldn't like, hey, here's our contingency plan. Our contingency yeah. plan is not to have a contingency plan. Right. Let's, let's pull this off. Uh, you know, 
again, it's when, when you when you when you've gone too far and you burnt your bridge behind you, you, you can't go backwards. Well, that's just yeah. it. So, I mean, if you would have had, if you would have backed off your original plans and what your vision was from the from the get go for something that you don't know that's going to happen, and then it doesn't happen, and you're you're kind of stuck, right? Yeah. You're you're. Yeah, and I'm not, and again, I, and I have no idea this outside looking in, but I think you know CMA festival this year too. You know, they canceled in April, and I, I, I think by the time their event would have happened, I think it would have probably been a reasonable time to have I, an event. But again, yeah. that's, that's that's not my business or their business, and you know, I just hate it. I mean, I mean we're seeing with it at Bonnaroo this weekend, not a COVID issue, but a weather issue. And yeah. You just you just hate it for the fans. You just yeah. hate it for God. I mean, money's hard. I mean, the, the amount of money it takes to go experience these things, it's tough, and to and to, to see a cancellation like that, I mean, obviously, it'd be you know tough for us as promoters. But again, we you know we've got an ownership group that they're big boys that understand the risk yeah. of doing business, and it's the fans who are plopping down money. I mean, not that this means anything, but I'm literally supposed to be in uh, Holland today. My son and I've been planning a trip to Europe for the last year. We were flying to Belgium on uh, Thursday, going to the, the 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 Grand Prix this weekend, going to the Dutch yeah. this weekend, going to the Italian next weekend, and we canceled, you know, Wednesday of Thursday, Tuesday of last week just because you know having to get tested yeah. crossing, you know, five different borders. I was like, you know, I don't, I don't like first experience in Europe being in quarantine and, yep. you know, in Brussels. So, yeah. uh, yeah. so I like that for all fans. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm somewhat kind of experiencing that right now as well. Yeah. Now watching the, the, the Grand Prix this weekend, it rained all weekend. Yeah. I was pretty happy to be in my house. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't, it didn't even happen. <laughs> yeah. two la- well, two laps of it. Two la- well, two laps, but yeah. basically it, it, was, it was so funny. <laughs> so, so our, 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 our trip plans were, you know, spending kind of the very high end weekend with a team, uh, for one of the races, kind of having a you know a more fan experience at one, and but the first one was going to be, hey, let's camp. So we were to camp this weekend, and I heard one of the commentators who's done 250 Formula One races like this is consistently the worst weather they've ever had for three days of a Grand Prix ever. So. <laughs> Glad we canceled, <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's um let's take a real quick break here. I just got to check and make okay. sure we're still rolling. Okay. Um, yeah. So funny. So our reschedule is like so we're going to fly to Tahoe. And then go to Monterey next week. He's like, well, Tahoe's on fire now. Oh, yeah. So. You can't go there. Yeah. can't go there now. We're, we're good here. We're so good? It is just recording on one. Is it okay? Yeah. That one shut off, so. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. So I need to get that other camera so that we can. Oh, yeah, not have to worry about it. it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so the camera shuts off at 30 minutes. Okay. If you're in 4K and. All this stuff and that that one the battery died so but we're good. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure it was still rolling. But he's the producer too <laughs> at the same time. So yeah, catch on. We don't we don't have Dale's budget. No kid. <laughs> <laughs> we're working amazed. on it. I've been amazed how good that is. I've kind of gotten addicted to him. Well, so have I. I mean, well, yeah. Do you listen to it? I I want to listen this week because uh, Jordan's on Taylor. Yeah, but um, don't. Yeah, I mean, I do occasionally. If you don't. If you don't want to get addicted, there's like 500 episodes out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. The one with him and Carrie is unbelievable. I'll listen to Carrie's, yeah. Incredible. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because I wanted to yeah, more about that. Yeah. For sure. So The the Jerry Punch one was super cool. Yeah, that was really good. Yep. Um. I don't know. I'd and then Ty Norris, who's a Franklin resident now. I mean, yeah. You know, Ty, I know now. Ty yeah, great, yeah. Yeah, because Justin Marks yeah. lives here now. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's kind of crazy. It's turned into a motorsports, motorsports town. Motorsports town. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah for sure. You want to do a countdown or anything, or yeah? Why don't you just do that, and then I can just—I'll figure out a place to edit. Okay. It. I don't even know where we left off. Uh, talking about his trip to oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, yeah, to Belgium, so we can pick back up there. Yeah, five, four, three, two. 
All right, so you, the, the F1 trip got canceled. Got canceled. And so, you, you were going to go somewhere else, and it, yeah, it, it was, that's not looking too good like, either. Hey, let's fly to, let's fly to Reno or fly to Tahoe and, and then drive to Monterey. And it's like, well, Tahoe's on fire right now. So, just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so we're probably going to uh, Columbia, Tennessee or something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's still Ford. good. We're going to Leapers Fork. Leapers Fork. Yeah. Yeah. Go down and see Kid Rock. Go see Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, but yeah, it's uh, crazy times. But, you know, we hope to still get out. You know, I do want to get out, to, obviously, to Monterey and to Long Beach to see how kind of IndyCar finish up the year. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, Monterey or Long Beach is, you know, the gold standard forever. And yeah. if we can take two you know, two tidbits back to make our event better, yeah. we'd love to do that. Well, yeah. that's what, I mean, we've, again, we've been saying it all along that this is going to be the Long Beach of the East Coast, you know, the east side of the Mississippi. And I think year one, and, and maybe we can talk a little bit sure. about the assessment afterwards, you know, what we we know the things that, that I thought were really good. Mm -hmm. And then there were some challenges there as well, but kind of walk us through since the event, uh, you know, what, what have you been up to and, and how is it looking? You know, like, what did you take away and when, and what are you looking for next year? Uh, I mean, you want to, you know, the, the key that the event happened, that the, the tracks doable, the build times within the time we have are doable. Uh, you know, there's not traffic issues. Now it's just how to make it better. I mean, is, is there a better place to place beverage stands? To me, everything's about fan experience. So getting people through security, you know, better access to food and beverage, better uh, better experiences. I think the one thing that we have learned is is there is definitely a market for higher-end mm -hmm. type experiences, entertainment, suites. Uh, so how do we make that better? How do we get more suites? I mean, you know, that's, yeah. that's, we laugh about all I mean, the The waiting list we have for corporate suites is crazy, but – being a temporary venue, I mean, we have a limited time to build and tear yeah. down. So we're just trying to make that better. We're trying to make, uh, you know, the, just the thing that from the, if I bought a, you know, a, a $119 GA up to a $5,000 club membership, I want to make sure they all had the same experience or expectation for what they spent. And we hit the mark on a lot of things. I'm not saying that, but we also missed on a few things. And we want to, you know, our customers are our lifeblood, and we want to make sure we, you know, we don't just pump our chest and read that we're the most watched race in, you know, IndyCar history and we're the next Monaco and all the things. Those are great. Yeah. But, you know, we've got to always focus on, okay, how do we be perfect? Yeah, you always got to sharpen yeah. the pencil, yeah, right, sure. and, and go back to it. So, And that's the one thing. I was with friends that have never been to, on Sunday when I went to the Grand Prix, um, that have never been to an IndyCar event. And the whole weekend they were just blown away yeah. by it. I mean, it was – it was really cool to be around people. I'm a, I'm a lifelong race fan. I've been to tons of races, whatever. So for me, it was awesome, right? Sure. I, I just get to go and enjoy it. But I kind of sat back and just watched these people, like, digging it. I mean, they're high-fiving in the stands. I mean, you know, sweating and everybody's it – was, it was a good time. We had – they had a great time, and it was fun for me to watch them. And I I think I heard that from, a, you know, a lot of people that, that I talked to, you know, just bumping into to, to random – you know, people that I knew just walking through. I, I was know. like, "Oh, I didn't know you were a race fan." No, I'm not, but I'm here. That's so, so it's, you know, yeah. So let me ask you. So, uh, for a, for a newbie, what was the thing they enjoyed the most? Well, uh, yeah, I know what you're going to say, and it's going to drive me crazy. But the go trucks. Say it. Go, no, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I we told a funny story. So, <laughs> and, a, and, you, and you probably know about this story, yeah. maybe already. Um, but we told it with Ken when we had Ken on yeah. for for the review of the Trans Am weekend. Um, so Scott had the deal outside the Cumulus radio station, sure. I guess. So I was sort of outside of the thing. Yeah. But um, the guy stops in the truck. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about this? No, but I can only imagine. Okay, I can't remember the guy's name. but he. Would, I, know, he I know exactly who it is. You, you know who it was. I he was running last. Depending on what he does, I know exactly who it was. <laughs> so he, he come, he, every time he kept coming by, he kept trying to do like a 
I mean, he was dead last. He was going to get lapped. He kept trying to like get it sideways and yeah. all this stuff, and the front end torn off of it. And so he stops on the after the checkered flag, gets out and says, "Hey, starts you know popping. I need yeah. a beer." And then he shotguns a beer. Yeah, there. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one of other things. Stuff like yeah. I, I, I figured you probably heard about that. Well, so. no. That see the problem that didn't even make the top ten. <laughs> oh, I did. Okay. All right. Okay. He may stop somewhere else then. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, I've known Robbie forever. And Wait, wasn't Ro- it wasn't Robbie. No, it wasn't Robbie. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. I, yeah. I'll tell you the story off of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, Robbie and I have been friends forever. It goes back to our NASCAR days. Uh, quick story with Robbie. He drove me crazy to drive our Bush car forever. At this point in time, we were sponsored by Kimberly Clark. He was driving, I guess, for Childress in the Cup Series. So we did a deal at Dover. He's like, all right, you can drive. So I'm up on the spotter stand. So Kimberly Clark, as part of their sponsorship, they rotated brands throughout mm-hmm. the, the year. And uh, – there, that included like an in-store promotion with different convenience stores and things like that. Practice fixing start. Robbie won't go on the track. And they're, hey, Robbie's not going to drive the car. I'm like, why well, is not driving the car? Well, he's not going to drive it because it's a Depends car. So Kimberly Clark was going through the Depends sponsorship. I was like, no, he's just kidding. I was like, no, he's literally not going to drive the car. So we had like an hour standoff. Missed the whole first practice because Robbie refuses oh, to drive a car because it's, it's Depends oh brand. So we completely. I'll re- give you my cell number. Yeah. We com- <laughs> <laughs> so we completely rewrap a car between first and second practice. So we had a wrap in the in the in the in the hauler for next week's race. It was like a shop rags in a box, which is another Kimberly Clark brand. So again, I'm just trying to like lay low. Hey, maybe we can get by Kimberly Clark. We'll never see this. It's like lap two. Robbie wrecks Tony Rains. Tony Rains waits on the side of the track, throws a helmet at him, hits the Depends logo square. Lead Sports Center that night. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is like. I wanted to be on the DL. <laughs> Robbie is Robbie is one of the best marketers, and he oh, yeah. wore me out forever to come to Nashville. And we started just the negotiations going for a year, and we were just trying to do less racing versus more for first year because yeah. we wanted to. And he kept saying, "This will be the best thing." People remember, I was like, "I know they will." And finally, it kills me as as, as after the race is over. Everybody, what's the favorite thing? The trucks, <laughs> the trucks. Well, I trucks. think it was because, I, and I I'd, I'd seen them on TV, but TV Incredible. doesn't do it justice. Yeah. I mean, when you're there in person, it's insane. And I think, and and, and again, never having seen them at yeah. a different track, but when they're coming down the bridge to make that turn nine, and he's got the front right locked up for like six hundred feet, it's it's crazy. It was cool. Well, when he does his thing too, where he drives on two wheels, yeah. for like an entire straight, it's incredible. Yeah, the. Uh, I'll show you a video when we wrap up, and maybe you can post it. So Robbie drove his truck to Broadway Saturday night and did donuts out in front of Tootsie's for about two <laughs> minutes. Completely smoked Smoke out. Show. Yeah. You know, cut one of our fences to get his car up there. But <laughs> <laughs> this, this is Robbie. This yeah. is Robbie. This is Robbie. Right. Why yeah. am I yeah. not surprised Not by surprised. That? Yeah. yeah. The uh, ultimate showman. But it was, it was good. I mean, you know, that was, that was the most interesting because I've seen everything, yeah. you know, for me. So, um, I'd never seen that before, and it and it just blew me away. But I thought overall racing overall was incredible. This, I I like we drove the track, yeah. Uh, you know, and I thought the layout was was great. It was fast. It was technical, and um, yeah, it was. I was concerned about the area over there on the other side of the water. Yes, uh, and making that real tight. It, but it became really cool. They they had no problems over there, other than maybe the first couple of laps of TA TA two practice. I was I was amazed, and, and the feedback the drivers loved kind of the technical aspect of mm-hmm. that. And uh, I thought the TA series, I thought the TA two cars put on a great show. Yeah, they did. Uh, I mean, it's a huge car count. Uh, yeah. one of our owners, Justin Marks, ran top five all day. Scott Borchetta ran good all day. Yeah. Had technical ex- issues towards the end, but I thought it was super cool. Yeah, I I do too. I thought the yeah. TA race was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, they really put on a great show, and you know we're here with. 
Showtime Motorsports and and you know Ken Twaits and yeah. Franklin Road Apparel and uh, he starts in the back, works his way up, gets spun out a couple times, you yeah. know. But um, yeah, that, that was a great show. And yeah. then watching the Indy race, you know, other than I think it got off to a rough start. Yeah. And I don't know if, if you guys, you know, how much you have spoken about well, that sure. or, or you know what happened there. But I think once they got it figured out, then. Yeah, I mean, I think that whole a lot of that just led down to the restart point. Yeah, I, the restart point was the whole yeah. thing. It was, yeah. you know, it worked great to start the race. The other series started uh, on the bridge as well. Yep. it gave them time and space. And uh, not speaking for IndyCar, but I'm assuming that's something that we look at hard for you know as far yeah. as next year goes. And you know, I've had some interesting feedback for some you know some I I've heard some interesting feedback through our track designer Tony Cotman from a uh, from some legendary IndyCar drivers about how to maybe re you know reshape one of the corners which which is a very wide corner of the entrance into turn nine is yep. like maybe if they narrowed that down it would, it would make different breaking points for the guys which would change how that corner's raced because it was everybody's breaking at the same point but yeah. it was so wide so i thought that was kind of cool but the bridge was cool i mean again the bridge yeah. was what it, i thought it was going to be bumpy but you know these are the best drivers in the world i mean yeah i mean they run at detroit and long beach and some yeah. other places that i mean we drove at the expansion joints yeah in st yeah. pete and yeah. i mean I didn't see it was – I mean, it was on par with those places, sure. I think. And um, I thought it was one – and we talked about this, Matt, and and maybe some guys picked up on it. But obviously you talk about the restart zone. But I picked up on what Colton was doing when he was leading the race, and maybe you did too, that he would back the field up. And guys weren't losing pit right? because they were backing the field up. They would get all strung out, and then the leader would come in and make the pit stop and only lose like two spots. Yeah. Is IndyCar – I mean, are they yeah. – I mean, I, I was sitting there watching. I said – Good, good kudos to him yeah. for whoever figured that out yeah. because they figured something out there on backing the field up and then speeding to pit, not speeding, but sure, sure. accelerate to pit lane at that point. Yeah, I hated it for him. He, he had such a great Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, he had a good car. Such a bummer. Yeah. I mean, it's great. I mean, obviously, anybody that's going to be our inaugural winner is great, but that yeah. was a, you know, Colton, Colton superstar. I mean, he's, I think yeah. he's, he's in yeah. him and he's going to be the headliner for IndyCar yeah. for years to come. I think so. he is. Yeah, I think. Gosh, I mean, I think IndyCar's got so much momentum right now. Oh, I do too. I think the, uh, you know, the, you know, the the, the, the kind of the guys coming down from Formula One could be incredibly interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, Grosjean, I think has been great, yeah. and maybe that becomes a standard for other folks. And and again, I go back to something well, they, something as chaotic as Netflix, but the, the American motorsports right now is is being is is being you know helped so much yeah. because of the Netflix, you know, the show, the Drive to Survive show. Yeah, yeah, and the you know. A lot of people don't really know the difference between IndyCar and Formula One, right? Uh, and I think it's I think it's great for the sport. I, as as a father of a fourteen year old daughter, she's fallen in love with racing because of Drive to Survive, and and I think you know the more people that are stories like Grosjean coming back to the series. I mean, obviously Kimi Räikkönen announced his retirement today. I don't think he'd be coming to IndyCar, but right. you never know. Yeah, I mean he he's run all kinds of stuff, yeah. so you, you um, don't doubt that. Now you see Grosjean; he's gonna he signed with Andretti yeah. this week. So yeah, I mean, now guys that are running last, yeah. Like, they want to come over here. I mean, yeah. as a driver, and you know this is from running the team, you just want to be able to compete. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You don't want to run last. That's not what you want to do. But if you can compete for wins, and Grosjean made that decision, now they see that yep. because he was over at the race. I saw a picture. He was over oh, at yeah. the race this week, weekend. So I'm sure guys were asking him, how is it over there? And I think Alex Albon was in the pit at uh, Indianapolis a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, that could, I mean, that's, that's cool for the sport. And, yeah. again, and you got some, you got some young – it's not the same people winning every week. No. Uh, yeah, which is great, and as Nashville ends, I mean, you know, we obviously have you know Joseph Newgarden competing for yep. a third championship right now. So that's it's, this sports are a great spot, and you know I think there's a lot of factors, uh, but obviously you know 
as I always tell people, if Roger Penske owns the coffee shop next to your house, it's going to be a better coffee shop <laughs> yeah. than it was the day before. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so Roger buying IndyCar, IndyCar is in a stronger spot today yep. because of his of his ownership. Yeah, no, I I couldn't agree more with that statement. And 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 for for Nashville for the Music City Grand Prix to get in, timing is again is everything. And sure. and, and it looked like there were going to be some serious challenges with that and, and how the race came off. Mm-hmm. But again, the way it played out, it just, I mean, people were so excited just to go, just to go do yeah. and to be able to go to that race and be a part of that, the inaugural race. And I know, you know, you, not that you made special plans to get back, but it was important for you to get back on Sunday. a 530 a.m. flight. <laughs> yeah. Back here. Okay. Other, other than that. Yeah. From yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah. I went yeah. straight to the airport and like, yeah. I wanted to be back because I wanted to see yeah, it happen. Special. Just yeah. like you did. I, I think I read some stuff on social media that you had a tear in your eye when you walked the course Sunday God, morning. I, and it's like... I, one, one of many times. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you worked hard, way harder than I did, but just to see this yeah, happen... It's our, it's our hometown. Yeah. And that's what yeah. I wanted to see it on display. Yeah. Like, this is our place. And, you know, even I'm not driving it. I'm... This is so cool to see yeah. it happen. And yeah. um, it, it was great to see it. We were talking before pre-show that you've been to a street race that I've I've actually won at in Torrey Riviera. Oh, yeah. I mean, did you take some of that stuff that you... This is north of Montreal for oh, folks. For sure. I know where where this street course is. Street course is, but um, did you take some of that stuff that you saw up there? Yeah, for did sure, you, for sure. There, Toronto, uh, you know, Mexico City. I mean, all yeah, those you really yeah. kind of see. Uh, Long Beach to some degree. I've I've, I've I've not spent a lot of time at Long Beach. Yeah, a ton of time at Toronto because Toronto to us has always been hey, race around Stocker Stadium downtown, mm. limited road closures, uh, very walkable. Uh, so that's always kind of been. Gosh, we've probably been four or five years in a row up there. Uh, yeah, but three, three rivers is unbelievable. Just the, the it's a party. I mean, it, it is, is an absolute party. It's crazy. Uh, you know, Mexico City to some degree. Mexico City is, a, is a, it's a fixed course, but it's still it's in a you know downtown of twenty five million people. So right. other, other than that, uh, but yeah, it's you know, and, and and that and that was kind of the the genesis of going to Europe for the next few weeks is to kind of go kind of take in and see what they're doing there. Uh, if we can, if we if we can walk out one one good idea, yeah. Uh, because we've all, you know, we've got to continue moving the bar, and and we'll obviously we you know we we'll, got plenty of time, and you know we have plenty more races to experience. But you know we can't put our head in the sand and say, oh, okay, we did it great, and, and we, no, can't, but, we can't learn anything from anybody else. I think that'd be so, so short sighted. Oh, absolutely. But you've also got huge momentum, you know, uh, to to carry this for the next you know a couple of years and and way beyond that. Way beyond. I mean, we all yeah. think it's going to go way way beyond that. But um, yeah, so to 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 go and find other ideas, like you said, just to tweak this sure. part of it and tweak that part of it and make that experience better. And, um, and it yeah. doesn't, and it doesn't have to be motorsports. It can be sure. golf or it can be football or it can be concerts. How are they doing hospitality different? Yeah. Uh, cause that is, there is such a demand right now for corporate hospitality and, yep. and demand is great, but standards are very high and you can't miss the mark. True. And so you got to learn from, you know, and I always use I always use Augusta as a gold standard because they do everything better. Bathroom oh, yeah. security, it doesn't matter what it is. Augusta does it better. And if you could take a small you know snippet out of what they do, mm-hmm. uh, that's you know great great learning tools. And if you can have fun while you're doing it, why exactly? Not? Yeah, because I mean I, I was with Mike Gillespie, who was I mean a big part of this whole yeah, deal sure. too. And uh, I think the Monday or Tuesday afterwards, and. He was like, "Yeah, my phone's been ringing like crazy. Can we? When can we sign up for corporate suites next yeah. year?" And he's like, well, "Hold on, we're just trying to debrief from this year." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. It's a good Here, problem to have. Here's, yeah. here's the uh, here's the, the the glamorous side of motorsports. So I had been a uh, I had a, a, a motor coach in the, uh, the 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 
ops area. Yeah. So I'd been there. I'd been down there. Living like down there. Ten days. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but my family came into town like Wednesday. So I left everything in the motorhome, but I'd go into downtown and stay with them Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. So I had a, so the race was over and everything's in this motorhome. Because I literally, when I moved, I was like, I threw everything in the biggest bag I had. It's like, let's go. Yeah. So I, uh, so race gets over on Sunday night. Uh, go put on some gym shorts and a t-shirt to go watch the Opry show, flip flops. I mean, I sweated through seven shirts. Uh, yeah. Crazy the number of shirts I'd gone through <laughs> on Sunday. So I, uh, so I go to the Opry show, I walk into downtown. So my daughter has a golf tournament in Chattanooga on Monday morning. So she and my wife wake up early, like five o'clock, to head to Chattanooga. So I'm wide awake at that point in time. So I'm just gonna go you know, start walking down to go to the track. So I'm walking over the bridge, and the op center is completely gone, been completely cleaned out. I'm like, so I have no. First of all, I had no idea where this motorhome came from. I was, I was told I have a motorhome in church. <laughs> yeah. So now it's gone. Everything to my name is was in there. My wallet, everything. <laughs> oh. So so I'm a. So I have literally at this point in time, I have no, uh, and another funny piece of the story, like Monday of that week, I had a, I was actually over to La Quinta and my, did, some, did something stupid with my key, my car, so my battery was dead, but I didn't wasn't go anywhere for a week, so I didn't care. So now I'm, I'm walking over the bridge, everything I own is gone, I have no idea where this is gone. Uh, I was like, oh, I'll go to my car, I was like, oh yeah, it's dead, uh, I don't have a wallet, about the time my phone rings, <laughs> and it was the general manager of the 7-Eleven down on the corner of turn nine. So they were going to try to open at five o'clock in the morning, but I guess there've been so many people there. The trash was just unbelievable. And there nobody just the coordination of when parking lots were getting picked up. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll head down there. So literally it's now five 20 and I am flip flops, t-shirt t and picking up trash at the Seven Eleven for like three hours <laughs> and smiling ear to ear. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, this is the glamorous side. It's so funny. I got a call like at nine that morning. I forgot I had a radio interview. Like, oh, you got to be enjoying it this morning. I was like, you know, let me tell you the real story. <laughs> you know where I am right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, that is so fun. about midday, I found my found my motorhome, and later on, I was able to get my car started. So it was a it was a fun post. It was, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was the glamorous a, side of it, man. That's right. That's that's racing for that's you. Right. you know? Yeah, but after an event like that, you just smile and was, take it. What do you got to stride? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The fun stuff about it. Yeah. And talk about that. I mean, talk, you, you had the, the gas station was down there. Obviously, it didn't have business. The Lakita yep. was down there. And then I'm going to go back to as far as the event. Best Western, too. Yeah. So the best, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You guys, I mean, basically paid them for the yeah. weekend because so that, they, they that's, were shut down. That's one of the things that makes Nashville incredible is a lot of these races have, you know, 20 business interrupts. So we basically had three. Uh, two of them were hotels, which we were able to buy out and resell, yeah. which was great. Great yeah. partner. Both and all three great partners. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, the folks with Seven Eleven were you know great as far as to work with. Were they still open? Was no, the, I didn't. Yeah, I, because you can't really have an environment where people can go buy go beer in. there ah, and take it true. out there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they were great. I mean, we 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 came to a fair arrangement as to what their business interruption was, and it wasn't like I've heard horror stories of other cities who think they have you hostage yeah. and they're going to negotiate. It's like it's good for Nashville. It's good for all of us. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and I would argue their exposure was as good as anybody. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, they were down in main corner. I mean, it was yeah. Uh, so it was great, great to work with. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. I mean, over the course of time, I mean, you know, there's going to be building in downtown that we're going to interrupt at some point in time. But, you know, the beauty of our track is the majority of our of our linear footage is over a body of water, and we're never going to have yeah. neighbors to deal with there. And yeah. I mean, so that's that's the beauty of, of, of this track and track design. And I'll give Mayor Cooper credit. He's the first mayor of this whole process. Is hey, why aren't we racing over the bridge? Like, well, because I've been told no by everybody else. So, uh, he saw the vision and he's, and, you know, and again, I go back to the money shot. Oh, People yeah. seeing the bridge, which has become our identifying landmark yeah. globally, 
uh, versus, you know, some of the other East Bank, which is probably not the best visual that, that you want to sure. show the world. And so No, because, I, I mean, I was involved when Joe was in – you guys had a meeting seven, eight years ago that it was just around this Titan yeah. Stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And internally I said, mm, man, we got to get downtown involved <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Because it was just around – it was just a parking lot race almost. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is not going to go over So good. what's going to happen, I'm assuming – on the on the city side of the water, like you said, where the copper kettle used to be, there's got to be something going on there. Yeah, eventually that's going to disrupt. Yeah, but there's uh, I can't get too far into it. The track yeah. will be different uh, year three and beyond, and it'll be when I say different, incredible. Okay, a uh, little modification of some construction that's going on there, uh, and how the, the how the, how the course will route and reroute onto the bridge is going to be pretty spectacular. And, Good. and and fortunate enough, the yeah. developers have allowed our track people to be kind of involved in their development. So we, you know, we're kind of hand in glove as to what they're doing. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a. It's I, just is a that unusual. I was going to yeah. say, is that just you know something that's because of Nashville and the way it is and the way that the city just responds to events and I, think, I, I know, mean, I think my 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 experience in Nashville and this is different from other cities. I've done some big events in other cities and. Other cities kind of take it as this is the last star that's ever coming into the city, and we better all fight for it. Versus Nashville is like, hey, rising tide, you know, yeah. lifts all ships, and you know that has been the that has been the norm from, you know, if we've got great partnerships on Broadway to to uh, you know, to just the you know the people who we kind of interrupt, you know, interrupt their day to day. It's uh, as long as they know and it's message, they're yeah, they've been great. So again, that's just Nashville. I mean, I, I, yeah. go, I go back to. You know, the the initial meeting with Mr. Pinsky that Butch Spiridon was there and, and Mr. Pinsky's going through why street races don't work. And, you know, Butch finally piped up and said, Mr. Pinsky, you just never done business in Nashville. He goes, this is what we do. He said, you know, we're not a shipping city. We're not an yeah. auto city. We're an event city. And yeah. event cities can do it. can do it. Did you well, see the draft? Just go back to the draft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, which you just crushed everything yeah. from the NFL's perspective. Or just go back to any event in downtown. Yeah. Oh Nashville. yeah, CMA, CMA. fasting. I mean, it, uh, go back to the hockey playoffs. Oh, it's incredible! Well, I had four hundred thousand people down. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. And so. one thing I thought was really cool, Matt, that you guys did. So the grandstand on the outside of Turn Nine, I guess, was it not set up the first day or two days? First two. That's tough. Through Saturday, but, but that yeah. wasn't. Uh, it was a supplier issue. But you yeah. guys refunded those folks. Yeah, for sure, and and and, and, repl- and moved them into other spots. Yeah. yeah. It was tough. I mean, it was a, it was a very stressful morning on on Saturday morning. We're trying to figure out what's you know what is the go forward, and I was like, you know, we gotta we gotta give our chance. We gotta give ourselves a chance. And let's, yeah. Let's, let's, and to me, the it, you know, I don't even harp on it because it, it didn't happen. But the, the the visual of an empty green grandstand would have been been tough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but everybody put their you know boots together. Uh, gosh, Doug Bowles, track president IMS. I mean, he's out there with the crew. On, on Saturday night because he had a relationship with the vendors. Like, this is not going to – I mean, it's just like – Yeah, I know these guys. I'm going to make it yeah. work. Yeah. And that's – so we, we've quickly learned uh, as new promoters, I mean, what a family IndyCar is and how it's not like like other – even sanctioned buys where everybody's fighting over yeah. sponsors fighting, you know, teams are sponsored over this dollar versus the tracks versus the sanctioned body versus, you know, every other stakeholder versus IndyCar is kind of a hey, – is it good for us? It's good for – you know, it's it's good for our sport. Uh, and I think every one of them would say that Nashville's good for the sport right now. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming there'll be not a lot of unsponsored cars if they, when they come back to Nashville next year. Well, yeah, you guys had. I mean, I think that's why the corporate sales were up. I mean, yeah. far as the suites and everything. And um, it, it's interesting. I mean, and I think the title sponsorship of Big Machine yeah. was perfect. And I don't Unbelievable. know. 
I mean, I know Scott a little bit, sure. obviously due to he's an investor in this. I mean, how, how was that relationship that knowing that Scott's part of the ownership, but then on the other side, you have to kind of change hats that he's yeah, and it was the, it, as the big machine, you it know, was, it was probably a six month negotiation because I mean, again, we had to be very, very, uh, you know, protective, not protective, but you know, we, this event, you know, Scott's, Scott's an incredible part of our ownership group. He brings such a passion. He brings such an experience for events. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it had to work for the overall history uh, or longevity of, uh, of the event. And, you know, we've always looked at this as a music, motorsports, food, all things natural, cultural event. And, you know, Big Machine's a game changer as it pertains to music over the last, uh, over the last you know, decade in Nashville. And fortunate enough, they have some new brands. Uh, their uh, their their spike vodka yeah. uh, pouches are incredible. Uh, so to be able to have like a, a real commercial brand that you know not in the title but in the promotions that really just it just fit hand in glove. And uh, he was he's excited. I've, I've, uh, it's been great. It's been great to really get to know him better over the last year and really just see. I mean, you know, he said race day was one of the greatest days of his life. Yeah. And you know, these are people have experienced a lot. And I say it's fun. It was fun for me to see that through a lot of our owners. I mean, we've got guys who've incredible game changers in a lot of industries and just to watch like kids it's funny that the first day we put started putting down block i sent pictures to all of our guys and just the text message chain i was like i've never seen a, a group of adult males so happy about yeah. owning, owning some concrete, <laughs> blocks, concrete right? with fencing going with up, fencing up. <laughs> yeah around the street yeah, yeah. i don't know i found myself driving through town to, God, down that was getting to scare me and, yeah that was getting to scare me towards those later days like man let's get this road closed people are driving oh, yeah. i mean our track designer was telling me, like, he's like, there's a guy over here in a red Ferrari like every afternoon. It's like, and he is going to bust it at some point in time. <laughs> oh, well, we took it pretty easy. Oh, well, yeah, we did. Yeah, oh, I didn't go too fast. Yeah. I so. took a so funny thing. So the day after we announced, I got a call from Vince Neal of Motley Crue, and I was a huge 80s rock fan. Vince, Vince lives in Leapers Fort and huge, huge indie car. Oh, fan. he is, yeah. I, got, yeah. I played golf with him, I think, before we did Jason's. Oh, no, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we played golf together, and um, yeah, he's got, he's got Dixon's. He's got, yeah, he's got, yeah, he loved, he, he, he's, Good buddies with Dixon, which yeah. I didn't know that. So his yeah. memorabilia collections, um, it's you know, crazy. You know, you know, race worn. You know, you know, Schumacher suits, and I mean, it's yeah. incredible. Uh, so we, he was like, "Hey, we're going we're gonna to do a couple laps." This is way before we started putting down concrete. So uh, we're going to shoot some video, and like he's, he's going over the bridge. He's like, "Hey, we're just out here. There's really no <laughs> police." <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. still a street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he has been so great to work with, and he. Uh, such a huge fan, and actually, I was texting him today trying to play golf this week. So he, uh, he's and he's played. Actually, he's playing Long Beach coming up. He uh, he was such a great part of our event. Yeah. he killed it on Friday night too. Did he kill? Oh, it, yeah, killed yeah. It. yeah, it's killed it. Yeah, because he, uh, I mean, he raced. I mean, he raced Indy lights, yeah. yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, like when I when I played with him, I mean, because you got to know him over eighteen holes and stuff, and like I didn't realize like he raced as much oh, yeah. as he did and stuff, and we we were chatting about it. It was a lot of fun. So, so. Yeah, we've, we've gotten to watch watch a few races, some Sunday morning races out at his place right now. So he's a He's a he's a motorhead, so yeah, that's cool. Uh, I mean, that's that's neat. I mean, you've got the right people involved, and with Scott being in it, because Scott, I mean, yeah. I've read in an interview, which is true, because I know him, his passion for the sport. I mean, he's not going anywhere as far as title sponsorship. He no. loves this sport, <laughs> and he's not a golfer or whatever. He's he's he wants to yeah. be involved in yeah. in the sport. And yeah, he's, he just he brings so much to the table. We, it was great. We sat down, I guess, last Friday. And just kind of put on the not the sponsor hat, but you know, from an owner, from an owner and from a promoter point of view, here's how we make it better. Yeah, and it's you know, it's it's fan zone, it's moving stages, it's it's you know, it's it's the expertise that, you know, as I said, you know, because, you know, fortunately, you know, we we were very attractive to people that wanted to get involved, you know, as it got closer, and 
you know, not all investors are equal. I mean, ones that bring that kind of expertise and passion are different yeah. than others. And, and I, you know, I, I, I put our group up against anybody. I mean, you know, from Dale Jr. to Justin Timberlake to, yeah. I mean, it's incredible groups. Well, and I think that's the thing about Nashville, and this is one of the reasons why we started a podcast, is the the motorsports enthusiasm here is huge. It's a motorsports town now. Yeah. Not just a music town. No, I I well, agree. Well, and I think it's yeah, now it's really going to come to the surface, I think. You want to hope you guys get, if you don't know, get to spend time with Justin Marks, because if you're talking about what's going to fix NASCAR, it's more Justin Marks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking about forward thinking yeah. you know young passionate people that uh that think that think a lot further ahead than most and you know the more of him you know taking more leadership roles in nascar was the best thing ever for yeah. the sport so and it's he's an incredible addition to our city and uh could not be more proud to have him as an owner because he's i mean great guy i mean what he does off the track is unbelievable so yeah, we're going to have him on because I've raced against Justin oh, yeah. in IMSA. And that's, I didn't realize he was living here until Ken kind of told me. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah. And then I read that he's part with, of the investment group. Ty and, Norris. Is, yeah, yeah. And I'm Ty's like, here now. oh, well, yeah. yeah. It's like, I didn't realize he moved here. But yeah. yeah, we're definitely, he's on our list to have on because he's now he's bought Ganassi's. You that, know, was a funny, that was a funny day, though. So we, uh, the day that he technically, I guess, bought Ganassi, maybe shouldn't tell the story, but I don't care. It's out there. <laughs> yeah. So he, uh, so we flew. We were announcing the the that we were going to honor name our poll award after Brian Clawson. Uh, Brian's you know known Brian forever. It, it's explain Brian. I mean, I know yeah. Brian, but maybe this people yeah, that are Brian, listening. Yeah, don't. Brian, Brian Clawson's legendary uh, sprint car driver. Uh, uh, just I mean, just a, a, a true talent. a true racer. Racer. Yeah. I mean, a guy that races 150 nights a year. Uh, so the fifth anniversary of our of so our poll day was August the seventh, which is the fifth anniversary of Brian's death. So Brian passed away in a, a wreck and. Somewhere Knoxville, but it was somewhere somewhere like somewhere that, a dirt track, yeah. yeah. Uh, and unbeknownst to anybody else, he, he had he had signed up to be an organ donor. Donor. Mm-hmm. So uh, since that time, you know, that's become his family's mission. His family is the, the Clawson family is the gold standard in, in in sprint car racing. They're just incredible people. So I mean, it's thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Well, first of all, Brian, I, I think seven people received organs, and another ten or twenty received tissue. Uh, they as a family have a relationship with the heart donor, with the uh, with the, I'm sorry, with the heart recipient, the liver recipient, I think the lung recipient. So, funny, you know, interestingly enough, uh, in my in my management company, we had represented Brian at this point in time. So when when it, when it fell on our poll, I was like, man, this won't mean a lot to the Nashville community, but in the garage, yeah, honoring right. Brian because he is a racer's racer. Uh, it's like you know, why don't we just name our poll award after Brian and, and honor him every year and do an organ donation sign up. Uh, program on property and this is how i get i forget about things and so liz allison who is one of our biggest you know keyest team members we have um so i asked her I was like hey we're gonna meet with the clausons and, and all of a sudden you know i get five minutes introduced to her the clausons and all of a sudden you know they're crying because i'd forgotten obviously davy was an organ donor liz had mm-hmm. to make the decision that so also this became very personal to us as an organization yeah. to really wrap our arms around this so we uh, so we're flying up to indianapolis to do the announcement justin was a good friend with brian uh, actually justin ran a uh a Brian Clawson uh, tribute car in the Trans Am racer, the TA2 racer. Okay. So Justin flies up with us. So after the announcement, this is the first day of Indy practice for the 500 this past year. Justin said, hey, I'm going to go walk around for, for a little while. So he wanders off for a couple hours. We're watching racing. Uh, it was incredible for Liz. First time Liz had been to the Brickyard. Uh, but Davey was the first car when NASCAR went to the Brickyard. To do that test. He was the yeah. first car on track that day. Now, he, he passed away prior to the race, but he was the first NASCAR on track there. So yeah. it was incredibly cool to kind of experience that with her. Uh, so anyway, we fly home, and 
you know, he's, oh, I was just, you know, out, out talking to people, you know, ran the chip, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, so fly home, like literally six weeks later, announced he buys Ganassi. <laughs> That's, got, where, we, that's where we he wandered off. To. I was like, yeah. I was like yeah. did you fucking ask that day? He's like, yeah. He's like, okay. I was like, dude, you kept the straightest face on the flight home <laughs> I'll, that I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, wow. I was like, you man, I would not play poker. Again. Yeah, I was going to not play yeah, poker right. with yeah. them at no, all. Then it's it it pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think it's good for the sport. I mean, great for, the sport. for younger owners and you know what oh, he's done yeah. with Trackhouse and you know it's just going to keep moving forward. They just think different. I think Brad, you know, Kozlowski, you know, you know, with his role at. At, at Roush, you know, Jeff Gordon taking more of a leadership role at Hendrick. Hamlin. Danny, yeah. You know, there's all, um, yeah. there's a lot of, yeah, a lot of movement going yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. It, talk about, I mean, you, you brought up Liz as far as her involvement. Sure. I mean, she's known in the NASCAR world for sure, but I mean, how was, I mean, was she here locally? She has a big sure. presence for sure. But I mean, just the IndyCar side of it, she probably doesn't have that much experience. No, or, but, I mean, but Liz, obviously her expertise in a lot of things, but, customer you know dealing with customers hospitality attention to detail take the racing piece out of it and she's incredible first of all incredible work ethic i mean i mean literally i've never seen anybody we're out literally outworks you but out cares anybody and from god the more stuff we turn over to her the more it's just it just is better and i i think i do a good job at certain aspects everything you give her she's better because she just cares more yeah, so it's cool. It's cool. I mean, it's it's super cool. And uh, and again, the the funniest thing, all people realize this. So the the first race of the Music City or the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix, uh, there was a pedal car race on Broadway. On uh, oh, I saw it Thursday posted. Night. Yeah, the winner was was not only uh, Davy Allison's grandson, but Bobby Allison's great grandson <laughs> Theo uh, won the first race here. Awesome. So two NASCAR. <laughs> The Allison's win. The Allison's win. It was close race, and it wasn't fixed. But. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The Hueytown gang. Yeah, they right. come to Nashville and win. Yeah, he was, he was, he was competitive. I would not want to have dealt with him had he lost. So yeah, it yeah. was like, give me that trophy. Yeah, that <laughs> Let's pretty, have a rematch. That was, that was a pretty, pretty cool. No, and that was. I mean, I thought that was great that you guys utilized downtown and that night. I, I wasn't there, but I mean, just like mm-hmm. with that going on, and then I think you did an autograph session or had the cars on display yeah. downtown. Yeah, I had a pit stop competition, had a driver party. It was, it was cool. Yeah. Um, any, I mean, you talk about the first year. I thought you guys had a good mix of Trans Am was there. Only one, I mean, you just had IndyCar, only one open wheel series. Now, is there um, talks of bringing like Indy Lights here? I mean, to me, yeah. and I can give you my opinion, I think it's great you don't yep. because it keeps the fans engaged. Oh, I know the difference between this stuff. Yeah, that, especially for especially for a new event, a new yeah. city, that would be a hard one. I yeah. mean, as far as go, well, that was they look like those. Yeah, uh, I think we want to be very, very careful as far as just the amount of on track versus music time. Because I mean, truly, I mean, obviously this is a motorsports event, but uh, I have been to similar Grand Prix that I thought was way too much racing. Yeah, uh, so I think we have to be careful about that. Uh, so I think you know, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what the right mix is. I mean, I felt good about what we had, uh, but we, you know, we're but we're. We don't mind looking in the mirror and say, "Is there something we can do yeah. better?" And but I, and it's a great point, though. You're right. The similarity of cars, I think, is confusing. It yeah. is oh, for, yeah. for the average fan, like Donovan. You said you were there with folks that never been to a race. Yeah. I mean, we're, Matt, we're in it, yeah. and Donovan, you're in it. But it's like if any lights car comes out, hey, that looks the same. Yeah. They yeah, don't and I think, and again, who knows? I mean, the the the, the nationwide, you know, Xfinity nationwide Bush Series has been successful over time, but maybe that has been an issue that you know these cars look very similar to what races on Sunday and. Yeah, and but I, I will give IndyCar credit too. Is I just think 
for where the American or just not American consumer in general is going with the amount of attention span right now, the time window is really, really good. I mean, I think that's, you know, two yeah. hours people will commit to that. I mean, obviously, you know, always come back. Formula One's done it right for a long time, yeah. people. Let's, let's don't. Let's yeah. don't, let's don't. Two hours. Yeah, two yeah. hours. Yeah, because they could show up there. I mean, we we did it differently as far as I wanted to take my boys down there. We stayed. We showed up for the warm-up, sure. the trucks. I wanted to kind of do a lot of it. We went home for the and watched the race yeah. on TV because he is kind of tapped out. But, if say, if somebody showed up in the afternoon, two-hour window was perfect. perfect. Yeah. 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 It was not a problem at all. Yeah. So. No, I agree. Put, put some music on the front, music on the back, and go yep. at it. Yeah. Cool. Davin, anything else, man? No, I'm good. I. This is incredible. We're going to do a lot more of this because – it's here to stay. So, and I, you know, thank you for spearheading this, Matt, years and years ago, and and keeping the, you know, your thumb on it and and moving it forward because it's easy to to, especially in a political environment, and sure. you, you know, when you're working, well, what do you say, four different mayors, and the, I mean, the, everything changes every time there's a change in, you know, in in politics. So, you know, to, to stick with it and to move it forward. Um, Thanks for that, and pulled it off. I mean, that was a home run. So, well, my goodness, this is just the city of Nashville. I mean, that's there's. I mean, this exists because of the city of Nashville. And I had the same conversation with a with one of the prominent downtown bar owners. He was like, he was thanking me. He's like, this is incredible for our city. He's like, listen, we just extended what you guys built twenty years ago good, in, yeah. on Broadway. I mean, that's this this race had. You know, I, I, I'll, even, I'll even define it down to the Broadway honky tonk owners. Had they not created that? That just started, got the ball yeah, rolling. Yeah. And now you got predators and tides, yeah. but that's that kind of is what started it. What feeds off of that? Yeah, and I see that. And Diamond, you, I mean, as you travel and I travel in and out of town yeah. to our stuff, it's like, I mean, I'm coming back in town, and people are now they're coming here. I mean, like you say on a Tuesday, I've seen bachelorette parties oh, yeah. coming here on Monday, or I'm flying home on a Monday, and they're staying here during the week now. Yeah, yeah. and not just Thursday because they, they can't get in on the weekend. They, they yeah. can't get it for, and it's cheaper for them yeah. to come here. So it's yeah. not just Thursday or Friday, but I'm flying out on a Thursday. Yeah. Waiting for to get on my plane, and they're coming off on an eight o'clock flight. They're coming off the plane, and they're going right down the Broadway. They're ready to go. <laughs> yeah, right. and, I mean, yeah, they're pre gaming on the flight. I mean, it's there. on Thursday morning. Airport's packed. It's like, what is going on around well, here? Well, that's the beautiful thing for a, you know a three day yeah. event like that is people don't. There's something to do. You know, when yeah. you leave the track, you're not just going. Okay, well, let's you know yeah. go grab something to eat somewhere. And but, I mean, you're this is. Nashville's the place. Yeah. For sure. Well, that's what, I mean, you've been to Toronto and you, I've been to Detroit and, and Long Beach. And I knew, it's like, as you were working on this vision that I saw several years ago that I knew this was going to just take off. This will be, eventually, Diamond, this will be the biggest race for IndyCar, street race. I mean, yeah. period, other than the 500, this will be the biggest race because what we have here is an event city and yeah. we don't have it anywhere else, period. And I, I would, you know, again, we'll, and I think we're close to that. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. not, you know. Don't want to be, you know, arrogant, but I think no, no, I'll I'll be it for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do it for you. We'll yeah. do your own. I'll do it for yeah. you. Yeah. No, so. I, think we're, I think we're close. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's been awesome. I appreciate cool, you man. coming Thanks on this show. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, we'll we'll stay in touch and keep us updated on you know things as as they as they happen and. And um, maybe yeah. we'll see how the, the one thing I won't combat about tire pressure on a short track. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm your guy, man. <laughs> this guy, but, oh, that's no. good stuff. Maybe no. we'll see you around to some other events around Nashville and, uh, you know, outside of the IndyCar Motorsports realm. Look forward to it. Thanks, guys. Awesome. awesome. Thanks, awesome. Matt. Thank awesome. you.